the election that few people wanted during rising concerns over the Delta variant uh, caseloads is all but over. The prime minister said it's necessary because of some important issue that could impact generations to come. And yet we sure didn't talk about them. I mean, we got attack ads, yes. We got empty promises of free this and free that based on the deficits don't matter siren call of modern monetary theory, but we didn't talk about that. We didn't talk about serious issues like proposed censorship and Bill C-10 and Bill C-36. No, we didn't talk about the world's number one geopolitical issue, the continued aggression of China either, let alone practical steps for economic recovery. And by the way, if you're not sure or concerned about increasing government censorship, consider that Canada's leading expert on internet law, Michael Geist, Canada Research Chair in Internet and E-Commerce Law, calls Bill C-10 stunning, dangerous, inexcusable. But we didn't talk about it. Ontario Civil Liberties Association calls Bill C-36, in quotes, a law that grossly violates the fundamental human rights of expression. Hey, still not an issue. As for economic growth, arguably the most important issue facing Canada today during, you know what, during the campaign, I hear advocates for a variety of government programs. Maybe it was subsidized daycare or free pharmacare, but they seem completely unaware that the ability to deliver more services is directly impacted by economic growth. As I often mention, can't think of a single issue that's advanced by a weak economy, yet there's no sign that's understood by many in the public and the majority of our politicians. Certainly not discussed, though. Forgive me for repeating this, but you won't hear it in many other places. One of the keys to our future is going to be our ability to reverse the decline in capital investment in Canada from current generational lows. And that goes hand in hand with the problem that we've had this consistent decline in Canada's competitiveness rankings. But it wasn't discussed. And you know what? I'm actually at a loss to understand why. The fact that serious issues weren't discussed during the campaign underlines sentiment that this was an unnecessary election, cost of $600 million. I mean, what do we get for $600 million? Well, seems like we got a more divided country. The essence of the election is a referendum on more government control, more regulation, and intervention in the economy and society as a whole. Prime Minister himself stated, build back better's agenda's goal, which is borrowed directly from the World Economic Forum is to reimagine capitalism through increased government intervention and regulation, including regulation of free speech. That's what should have been discussed and debated, but wasn't. The campaign was more about protecting the government status quo, the individuals and groups on the receiving end of hundreds of billions of government money, including the media. I mean, there's been no talk whatsoever of Auditor General's findings of tens of billions of tax dollars wasted. But it's more than that. We have a healthcare system that was just ranked by the Commonwealth Fund 10th out of 11 countries, and no one dared talk about changes to healthcare. I mean, guess who would dare, I guess, with the fear mongering that would be immediate by cynical politicians, enabled by, I think, the media who does not think things through too often. But 10th out of 11th? Well, that's not going to change without an honest discussion and one that's not inhibited by fear-mongering for political advantage. You know what? This election was far more noteworthy for what wasn't discussed than by what was. As Judy Wilson-Raybould talked about in her new book, all the promises of a new way of doing politics have been obliterated. In her resignation letter, she stated, 
Federal politics is, in my view, increasingly a disgraceful triumph of harmful partisanship over substantive action. It's easy to make the case that there was no substantive action. I mean, all talk, no action. I mean, come on, we've had no meaningful reduction in CO2 emissions, no reconciliation with First Nations. Heck, there's still a substantial problem with safe drinking water. Sexual harassment in the media was covered up for at least two years until Global TV broke the story in February. Capital investment, our competitive franking, well, it continues to decline to a generational low. I mean, keep in mind, before the pandemic, economic growth was hovering around a dismal 1%. I don't see any plan to actually reverse that trend. You know what? The new way of doing politics seems a heck of a lot like the old ways.